Hello and welcome to Mooncast episode 10. On this one, uh, me and Jack have a discussion about bluffing. Well, it starts talking about bluffing and then we end up just talking generally about Arcane. Um, now, unfortunately, when I, when I listened back to the recording that we'd done, there's a couple of sections where it was really muffled and I'm not quite sure why that happened. I was pretty much holding the phone the whole time while we were recording, but I don't know why. But some of a couple of bits that are muffled, including right at the beginning... So that's why I'm recording this intro separately. So um, when we start off, I start off immediately talking about demoing the game and how people like the like the arcane ability most. And then about halfway through, uh, after about 25 minutes, it goes all muffled again for a little bit. Um, so I will fill in a little bit there too. But I hope you enjoyed the rest of it and I apologise for those mistakes. Oh, demoing at Dicenu yeah. and Sloot and everything. Most people seem to pick up and like the arcane mechanic more, which is interesting. Um, so we're talking about... We're going to do it from the point of view of the active player and the defending player. Talking about when never to bluff. So as the active player, when to always play the card, when to all potentially always bluff. Um, and then all, all, the, all the middle ground in between that. And then the same as the defender, when to always call a bluff when to never call a bluff, and the in-betweeny bits as well. And to kind of preempt, there's a couple of uh, sort of, there's always going to be, there's a couple of sort of flies in the ointment, you could say. Of awkward buggers. Awkward buggers, which is Graddock, when it comes to bluffing, mm-hmm. and then also some of the fairies, particularly those with Trickster, so that's Freya, and there's a new one who's got it, which is Foxglove, oh, Foxglove yeah. and also Silvertongue. Is a pain for bluffing. He's got an ability where he he gets energy and heals damage. Uh, well, heal completely. In fact, if someone, if a fairy within six inches bluffs, so we'll be mentioning those sporadically mm-hmm. throughout. But we thought we'd mention those at the beginning first. So we'll start off with the being the active player, um, and we'll start with when, sort of when not. When, when we think is, generally speaking, you would not bother bluffing. Mm-hmm. You could, when you don't really need to. So, um... She could read your writing. Sorry, we've, <laughs> for once we've actually been a bit more pen, I've written things down. But I've written it in, for some, reason, for some reason, in pink pen. And really quickly, so my handwriting is illegible. Um, it's not like, you know, it's not like I, you know, teach small children who need to read my writing. <laughs> oh, wait a second, I do. <laughs> uh... So, the the first one, which is an obvious one, is when you're healing someone and you've got the card you need to heal them completely. Yeah. And there's no one else that needs there's healing. No, absolutely no point bluffing. There's, there's literally no point in bluffing then. I mean, we're, we're going to cover some obvious things in this, but that's one that's pretty obvious, isn't it? Mm. You, they've got three wounds left, three wounds to heal. You've got the blue two, and it's heal X plus one. No one else left around that you might want to get the, get the extra one off. Just play the card you got. Um, make it really quick and easy. And having the card you want is, is, generally speaking, is a reason to not necessarily bluff anyway, I would say. Um, so yeah, Barring special exceptions like Trickster. Barring special exceptions like Trickster, generally speaking, bluffing. like if you're firing a crossbow and you've got a green two, we'll just play the green two. Um, 
I mean, if you got a green two and a green one, you might play the green one, claiming it's a green two, because your opponent then might be tempted to call your bluff. Or something, I don't know. I don't know how... If you need Braddock anyway. Yeah. If you play the two, say it's a three. Yeah, or something. Um, obviously, Braddock is that, that other one where uh, you could definitely always bluff uh, if you wanted to. Because you know it can't be changed. Um, so yeah, you could call the green three if it's a green two. Mm. Because you know you're still going to get the green two off. Yeah. Or call the green three when it's a green one. It doesn't make a difference. You can call whatever you like, can't you, on that one. That's, that's an instance when you could always bluff. But if you have the green three, you may as well play the green three. Because as, as a defending player, you're probably always going to call a bluff of Gradic. Because there's no reason not to. Because <laughs> they're yeah. going to get the card they want anyway. Um, well, on the flip side of that. Played the green three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want you to. Might, you might not want to. That's why Gradic's so annoying. That's why so annoying. Is it, it really puts that yeah, fly in the ointment, doesn't it, really? Um, so, the obvious ones are having the card you want and like friendly buffing spells or healing spells where you just you can't target anyone else afterwards, where having a follow up wouldn't benefit anyone of you at all, it's the instance where you would never bluff. The other one we've we've got on our list, which is Generally speaking, true. It's not. It's not necessarily. You would always bluff, but you'd be tempted. Oh, sorry, you'd never bluff. Is if the catastrophe risks death. We've got yeah, or just basically a bad. Oh, is that still? That's right. Uh, yeah. Um, if the result of the catastrophe would be too bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, for example, the well, the good one is something like um, Shabaroon. I think I think the, the catastrophe for transcarbonate suffers four wounds. Mm. If you've got four wounds left, <laughs> it's a bit too much of a risk. Particularly on transcarbonate, as you're you have to be a three. There's only one of each. If you haven't got it, <laughs> it's a bit of a risk anyway because that means they probably have got it. And and there's a good chance they're going to call a catastrophe. They're going to call your bluff. Um, I guess the other time that you could always bluff, which we we never thought if about, three if you've got three catastrophes, yeah. or the other the other possibility is if. Because there's obviously uh, one actually one thing we didn't write down here: Young Jack manipulating the arcane deck, oh, yeah. and obviously there's more lesser characters that can also manipulate the arcane deck. Yeah. So if you've manipulated the arcane deck in the way, in such a way that you know your opponent can't have a catastrophe, then you can safely bluff. Because the worst that can happen is you just don't get the ability off. Yeah. Um, Danica, for example, can remove cards permanently, and I think uh, Foxglove. No, no, I think Gwendolyn can. Gwendolyn can manipulate mm. the deck as well. Can t- remove cards and put them next to her. There's definitely a few a few lesser bolts that can do that. Mm. Um, I mean, Danica, if you got lucky, you could just remove all the catastrophes yeah. <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> so everyone could do it. You know, but, but your opponent wouldn't know, would know that you removed the yeah. catastrophes. So um, that could be quite a fun, kind of fun bit. Um, so, yeah, if the catastrophe is too horrific... It's too risky, um, and we'll get back to the catastrophes in a second with the, with the last bit. But um, I think we should talk about Silver Tongue a bit more and Trickster, right? Um, so, for those of you who don't know, yeah, better get the card. Uh, I've actually been prepared today and oh. I've got the book in front of me for a change. Um, so, tr- uh, Trickster is an ability that Freya has. And I believe Foxglove is one of the new ones, has it as well. I don't think anyone else does at the moment. I'll read the ability quickly for those who don't know. So when this model successfully bluffs, 
After resolving the effect, you may reveal the bluff to replay the ability, choosing a new target if you wish, and drawing a fresh hand without paying the energy cost. Um, so it's it's even better than essentially successfully bluffing in terms of, um, or not bluffing and then calling a bluff, because you get to draw draw, fresh, draw fresh cards. Drawing the fresh hand means you shuffle the yeah, you shuffle the deck, yeah, back, shuffle yeah, deck and everything. So you draw yeah. draw it new. Um, so it's not actually, I would say, as horrific when you're facing Freya as it is if you're facing Foxglove, because Foxglove has atrophy. Oh, God. So yeah. Freya doesn't have any particularly horrific abilities in that, in that sense. I mean, she's a healer. Fizzle Pop's quite fun, of course. X magical damage. And that could, that could be terrible. I mean, you could be hitting Fancy Hat with a red three. He's having three wounds or, or whatever. Or, or Disney spells using an activity and doing it again is still horrible, but not necessarily the end of the world. But against Foxglove, who can cast Atrophy to get again and again, two X magical damage, that's horrible. So Trickster is a really... There's not there's not a time when you could or could not always call a bluff. It's really dependent. You've got to really look at your cards, really think about it. Um, Because, yeah, it's, it's hard to know, isn't it? Um, And the other one is Silvertongue. He's got an ability called Fairy Mischief. Whenever a friendly fairy within six inches bluffs successfully, you may reveal the card. So that means you can do Trickster and this at the same time. Because they both say reveal the card. Um, and this character gains two energy and restores all wounds. That's horrific. Well, it's also really horrific because if he gets that, he can cast Mind Control twice. Uh... Which is really, really horrible. Um Or do Whispered Secrets three times. Oh, no, so that's one once per turn, so you can't do it. But he could do Mind Control twice. What's mind control? Is it a three? Three, yeah. yeah. Three. So he starts with five, so he could do mind control twice, wow. which is pretty unpleasant. So I would say with Silver, it's really hard to judge whether you're facing Silver Tongue, whether to call it or not. Yeah. I'd be tempted to say if the person casting it doesn't have Trickster, I'd be tempted to be more off, more often call the bluff if they're within six inches of him. If he hasn't activated it, if he's already activated, don't care. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Um, if he hasn't already activated and he's sitting on five energy and there's a chance he can cast mind control twice, I mean, that's him making Gradic cast forgetfulness on two of his friendly people. <laughs> that's getting rid of Quarrel's crossbow and the airship's crossbow, <laughs> you know, um, which is horrible. So those are things to consider. And those are really hard ones. I don't think there's a a right or wrong no, or yes just, or no with that. That's yeah, you've got to, it's, yeah, it very much depends on the situation, really. Um, well, which is you know, unless it's the really obvious ones where, um, as a defender, so, well, we're gonna flip backwards and forwards, aren't we, between the active and defender, really, in this. Um, as the defender, when the opponent's casting an ability, if they're casting a heal. And they're, they're healing someone a couple of wounds. You may as well just let it go because it's probably fairly irrelevant. Yeah, and you don't want it to. Um, all, uh, you don't want to to creep up. To, okay, if you call the bluff and it's just a uh, like a one heal, you don't want that to double up and then cast it twice. Yeah, because healing two wounds on a character is not that big a deal. Healing four wounds is yeah. suddenly oh, actually, where's second? They're probably almost at full health again yeah. for most of them. So we then chose a couple of other situations where you may always either always bluff. So obviously, if you're casting a big, powerful spell that's going to do something that has a horrific catastrophe, and you don't get the cards you want, do you call a bluff? Do you bluff? Do you not bluff? 
And there's times when we think that you would. Um, if it if it could win you the game. If you could win you the game. Yeah. So, for example, examples are things like uh, Butterfingers. Yeah. So Cavanagh has the same ability, which is the really good Butterfingers. Is right at the end of turn four, or within the sudden death phase, um, sudden death turn, and by bluffing and successfully bluffing, you will win the game. Because the problem with that is they're probably going to call a bluff. Yeah, the, <laughs> because yeah. if they know it's going to win you the game, they're going to win. Well, that would be an example of when to always call a bluff because if you're going to lose a game if you don't call. Yeah, so but at the same like, time, yeah. butterfingers the catastrophe is this model loses all energy. So our next point we've got here is if if the catastrophe is not bad or won't affect you. Yep. So it can have no if butterfingers has no energy left and it's casting butterfingers, we well, may as well bluff. Yeah. Because <laughs> you never know. Your opponent might just go, "Oh, okay, yeah, it's fine." And then, particularly, um, uh, Lesher Vault have a, a few examples of catastrophes which aren't bad. At all. Aren't bad, yeah. Well, yeah. Danicus means it gives that extra energy. Yeah. So that's a way of getting off extra abilities. I mean, Danicus is particularly powerful because if you sat in the middle of a load of Lesher Vault, it gives extra energy to everyone. Mm. They also have a wound as well, I think. But that means yeah. that that's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of Lesher Vault characters that can suddenly do those really powerful abilities. <laughs> that's ended nigh going off and. Rage is going off. So does Shabroon do that as well? One energy and, and suffer a wound? Yeah, Something but only like goblins. Goblins. Uh, it's only goblins, so it doesn't work with most of the Leshevolt. Uh, because it's only friendly goblins. Yeah, yeah no, his ability, his, his is just a spell that he casts, which is yeah, goblin so. mischief, isn't it? Um, which is all friendly goblins within six inches, I think, gain one energy and suffer X minus one wounds. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's like slightly different. Because Danica, what you could do is you go to Millimeter Wound and call a catastrophe. Yeah. Because yeah, actually, do I don't care yeah. if they all suffer a wound. If they all get the extra energy, it's worth it because now the abilities they can cast are absolutely horrific. Because, yeah, Leshevolt, those, 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 you know, energy four ones, energy five ones, whatever they are, that cost more than the energy they start with. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lubard becomes absolutely horrific if he gets that ability off. I think I can't what it's called. It's called. Basically, what it does is he, he gains three energy. So he gets all oh, the energy back, yeah, yeah. and it's got like plus two damage and plus two or two melee or something. Yeah. So he suddenly becomes just about the most damaging character in the <laughs> in the book in the game, um, with a range of three. <laughs> so absolutely, absolutely terrible. Um, so yeah, Leshevolt throw a whole new light on bluffing or not bluffing as well because the catastrophes are different. Um, but we won't talk too much about Leshevolt. I think because they're not they're not. We're recording this in May. 2019 and the Leicester out until December so um, so if we start thinking about being the defender so the, the target of an arcane ability um, when you might or might not yeah and there's some situations where you, you would always call a bluff I think yeah there's well there's only a couple with any kind of couple yeah, where yeah. you'd always call it what are they um uh, well, if you have the card they called, <laughs> so if they call a green three and you've yeah. got the green three, yeah. um, then you may as well call a black. Yeah, if you have all, um, of, all of that set of cards, all of that set of cards. It. So yeah, or most of that set of cards is that that's the time when you would not say always call a black, but mm. you may well do. So for example, if you know that they need a three, so for example, Transcobobolate is a good example. It's if they, I think Transcobobolate. What's in front of me? Let's have a look at it. Um, is let's find it quickly. Um, yeah, it's a blue or red three. So if you've got the blue three and they call the red three, you may as well call a bluff. 
because they can't cast it again anyway. Yeah. Um, because you know they can't cast it again. Um, and obviously, if you've got the red three, <laughs> you may as well call it. Um, actually, same with Goblin Luck. Goblin Luck is just green, blue, or red three. Yes, if you have two if, of them. If you have two of them, then, yeah. and they've got the other one, you may as well always call Goblin it. Luck with, with impunity, um, really. And thinking about that one in particular, if... Um, well, that, the other thing is, if them being able to cast it again is not relevant... Yeah. Like, for example, if they're casting healing and they're healing one person who suffered two wounds, they say blue one, it's X plus one. Well, and, well, and there's no one else that can, no one else that can benefit from it, what well, you yeah. must always call a bluff. And, but that's, that's the same with almost any ability as well, because if they're firing a gun at your flintlock's firing at you, and his card that he's playing is going to kill you, and he can't target anyone else afterwards, we must always call a bluff. Yeah, Because, even, no okay, well, range. he's going to die if I don't call it, so I'm going to call it. Yeah. Um... So something to be vigilant for because you sometimes if you let them slip through, there's always a chance that you could have saved that yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's kind of a I guess I call it a rookie mistake. It's the kind of a mistake yeah. you make if you start playing a game early on or, or you got distracted or something, but um yeah. Yeah, you could forget. Um there's not many occasions when I think you'd always call a bluff. I think those, 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 those are, are two, those are two really. Yeah. Uh, if you have to card or if there's no Possible consequences, really. Because um, again, Gradic throws another thing into the mix. If they're targeting um, someone that's within four inches of him or two inches, of him, inches, two, two inches of him, yeah. then they have to they have to show you the card. So yeah. they they kind of can't bluff, or they'd be really stupid too. <laughs> um, so it's just a bold face lie if they uh, if they try and do. Yeah, <laughs> the other time I think I'd potentially always call a bluff actually. Is if you are facing someone like Danica or Brother Daniel potentially, where the catastrophe is actually good for them. So Brother Daniel's one where I can choose either suffer four wounds or be removed from the game. Well, if he's holding three moonstones, for example, and, my, and let's say you were playing with Brother Daniel and you called the catastrophe, therefore hoping to remove him and save those three moonstones, I'm going to call it. Yeah. Even if I haven't got any catastrophes. Because you definitely can't do it again, <laughs> because he'll be removed from the game, which I guess it kind of falls under that one. But um, I also don't want to risk it because it, it, it might. I won't. I, won't, I won't be playing catastrophe. I'll be playing a red three. Yeah, exactly. Whatever you know. Yeah. But stopping the ability. Yeah. Um, you just want to nullify it rather than. Yeah. You don't want to Although I mean, it'd be, it'd be risky with Danica's one because then she could give them all another energy. <laughs> she could do it again. Uh-huh. Play another catastrophe. They'd all suffer another wound, but. That's everyone with extra two energies a bit horrible. Um, especially if he's got Daniel as well, he can just cast yeah, healing more than once. Heal that back yeah, heal the back. Yeah, he'll ever heal him up again, and then that's really terrible. Um, yeah. So if you, yeah, but the, the main thing is not if they can't cast it again. So the other times when you probably would not really ever bother calling a bluff is if you have none of the cards that they said they've, they've called. So if they, you know, if they can't, if they firing a crossbow which is greens and your hand is made up entirely red and blue it's probably not worth calling a bluff yeah. is it <laughs> um gnomes are a good example actually because almost all their range abilities are green and fairies almost their range abilities are red obviously fairies have got the whole trickster thing which but it's always again throws that spanner in the works because um yeah that's that's mm. that's the problem with them but and obviously silver, silver tongue silver tongue throws a spanner in a lot of work so in every game doesn't he <laughs> he's a bit of a pain in, Pain in the backside. Um, 
And then there's this one. What's that? Uh, low heel, low change. <laughs> it says damage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, even if the spell... So this is times when you would never really bother. I think. Yeah. Yeah, when buff. If they're just saying, oh, blue one to heal. Okay, you're fine. You, you can heal your one wound or your two wounds. Um, or it's a low damage one. So things like pea shooter or even even the fire spit they're calling a green one okay well I'll suffer two damage I, really, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think the fire spit is blue is green but um, whichever one he is um, can't I'd rather not get hit again yeah. um, so that's another another situation where you you just okay yes fine leave it because um, there's no sort of issue I guess the other time possibly not too worried about calling a bluff as if you haven't got any catastrophes I mean, yes, you could end their ability by playing the card that they, that they don't. Yeah, we, want, then it but... comes down to yeah, how how much do you care about that? They're getting through. I mean, there's always going to be like uh, you know we were talking about this before we started recording that there aren't that many times when you would always call a bluff, never call a bluff, or as the active player, always bluff or never bluff. Um, no, no. It's it's a huge grey area in the middle, which is you know, kind of the point. And there's always you always got to look at the card you've got. Um, I mean, like I said, there are certain situations where you'd always call it, not even looking at your cards. Um, well, obviously, this is without even touching on the whole, uh, you know, poker face element of the game. This is yeah. purely looking at just the like statistical side of it. And, yes, um, but that's another element that each person has to take account of in their own way, which is a. Yeah, because well, the thing is, yeah, if, you th- if you're thinking about when you'd always or never bluff, that's only a statistical anyway. Yeah, because you can never rely on your opponent. Because, um, well, firstly, because most of the time your opponent's an adult <laughs> <laughs> um, who, once they understand the game a little bit, can probably summon enough of a poker face in this game <laughs> to. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes how, I how mean, there's well been read there's been games when. What we got that we played before, where we haven't been able to hide our emotions when we when we got <laughs> we've received the card and gone, oh crap, oh where's it going? That means I can't bluff. Yeah, <laughs> no, there's times well, we've both done that kind of thing where we've huffed, even sighed a little bit, but not well, intentionally. It's e- so it's even um, come down to I have where well, I've thought oh, I've now left. You're gonna know that I haven't got what I want. But, but then you can play it and you can try and exploit that. Don't you? you can tell you that you can try and exploit that. That's the yeah. thing. It's like, I, I don't think yeah. I'm that good at reading people. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't think I ever really know if you're bluffing or not. Um, yeah, it's... But obviously, this, that's the whole other side of it, which is... And there's, some, there's something to be said for trying to read too much into your opponent's yeah. reaction. Almost yeah. if you're trying to read too much into it, it's almost easier for them to fool you. Yeah. Because it's easy to double bluff you. Yeah. Um, so I almost pretend to say don't try and read the opponent too much um, and go. I mean if you play with someone a lot and you know that they like to bluff a lot because they like the fun of it then I guess you could call it more often but that might be the one time that they haven't <laughs> you know it's, it is it's a tricky one I think it's, you know, that's the, the fun of it isn't it that's, the, the, that's supposed to be the fun of it there's the, the times when you play abilities where Really, the mechanic is slightly irrelevant when you're playing our oh, Bluetooth to heal and you've got 
two blue twos and they've got none, they go, okay, fine. And it's a really quick really quick action, fine. But it's those times when you find a crossbow through cover at a fairy, but you've, but you've also got the extra arcane or something's happened and it's something like, oh God, if you hit me, it's going to do this. But if I call bluff and you can do this. Um, it's those kind of abilities. Mm. Or when I mean, the crossbow is almost a simplistic one, actually. It's things like... Um, uh, stealing moonstones is the is this one obvious one, but um, even things like uh, whispered secrets, you know, uh, yeah, gaining friendly energy. gaining energy. Yeah. Oh, do stealing I call, do energy. I call a bluff? Because actually, with with that, with whispered secrets, if he does whispered secrets and he has bluffed, he gets the extra energy and all wounds back again for the fairy mystic. Because it doesn't say other fairies; it's just a friendly <laughs> fairy within six inches. So that includes him. Yeah. So if Silvertongue successfully bluffs while casting Whispered Secrets, not only does the fairy, can you cast it again using the same cards, and that fairy will gain X energy and restore one wound and therefore do it again, he'll also get two more energy. Um, which means he'd then be able to cast Mind Control again. Uh, especially if he's cast it on himself. <laughs> if he's cast... Whisper Secrets on himself. Oh, can he do it on himself? Yeah, he could gain X energy, so get the energy back for it, restore one wound, then oh, do yeah, very mischief friendly, and friendly. get two more energy. So Ugh. he could, if he if he got a red three, which he might do, he's arcane five, he could get the extra energy back and potentially, there's, there's, a, there's a potential for him to get cast mind control three times. Which <laughs> um, is absolutely terrible. Um, yeah. And fa- fairies are the ones where if you're facing against the hardest ones to call bluffing, I think. Mm-hmm. They've got, generally speaking, pretty high arcane stats. They've got a lot of nasty abilities. They've got lot, well, they've got a lot of arcane, you yeah, know, yeah. and then uh, their arcane either often high damage, like, for example. Okay, this is the other section where it goes all muffled for some reason. In fact, it's, it, you could, couldn't hear it at all, um, so I cut it out. Um, when it comes back, it's a little bit muffled for about 30 to 40 seconds. I've left it in because you can make it out a little bit, so I do apologise for that again. Um, I can't remember exactly what we're talking about in the sort of minute that of recording that I've lost. Um, we were talking about fairies and probably about silver tongue a little bit but how we can give extra energy to people. And definitely when it comes back, you'll hear me saying about Enfeeble, which is an ability that Fencer has. Um, but I'm afraid I can't remember exactly what we're talking about, so I do apologise and hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. can cast Enfeeble with impunity. And still and, do and yeah. still, still hit you four times. Yeah. And you're minus X, X damage. And the star came four. If you're hitting someone like Frick, he's plus one. And there's a good chance that he's going to get the red three. Suddenly, Trixie's sword is now close to the end of the pool. Oh, yeah, she's plus three. She's plus three, so completely nullified. The fairies are the ones that are really, really pushing to do it you've got Fox Love and Sarah and Sarah and the combination. Um, yeah, I like that about the spells you can actually Yeah, that's, that's the point, isn't it? They're, they're supposed to have that unique field to them. Yeah, and and theirs is the arcane 
the powerful short range arcane yeah um and abilities that can really mess with you but obviously the thing with fairies which we discussed in i've discussed in the previous podcast in time is activation order is really important yeah um, with humans it's less so and with gnomes i say less so um goblins it is more so and leshevolt really is so um but fairies definitely the activation order is really important um I think if there's anyone else that's got... Oh, well, actually, I thought something we, we haven't mentioned or did. I forgot to mention this or not. Um, people that can manipulate the arcane deck. Uh, don't think we did mention that. We really got no, I can't remember if we talked about that before. We didn't talk about it before uh, we started recording. So, we got young, kind of so young Jack is the only one that's currently out yeah, yeah. that can manipulate the arcane deck. But there's a lot coming soon that can. Um, Danica... Foxglove, is it? No, Gwendolyn can. Oh, Gwendolyn, yeah. Danica can. I think there's someone else as well, but I can't remember who. Uh, yeah, there is. There's there? someone else that can. So Danica's ability, um, I don't remember correctly because I haven't got that one in front of me, is that she can take, like, you can spend... Two cards for every spirit, I think, isn't it? Yes. So if you've like got... Six cards. I think it's three cards for every spirit. Oh, yeah. So if you've got the three witches, that's nine cards. And if you've got Strigger Anya, that's a spirit. Revenant. And the Revenant, she can take almost the entire deck and pick it up. Then, then she'd be almost entirely dead. <laughs> no, well, no, because you suffer, I think, two wounds for every card you remove. Oh, she'd be dead then, yeah. Um, so you can't take all the cards, yeah. but you get to look at all those cards and then take as many as you want. Oh, so you only lose and the wounds. And everyone you take, you yeah. suffer, I think, it's two wounds. Right. But if she can afford to take, like, four, I think, or three, I think she can take three cards out. Mm-hmm. So you could take out, for example, if you're facing gnomes, just take out all the, take out the green three and two green twos. <laughs> and suddenly, all their range stuff is yeah. suddenly absolutely terrible. Same versus fairies, take out the reds. Well, same versus fairies, take out the reds, except a lot less faults oh, as well. Yeah, so a lot, a, lot less of the, a lot less of the, the less stuff is on green. I think the last game we played, the same thing came up. It was like, I've... Didn't want to remove the reds, yeah, because it would be harming me almost, yeah. much, almost as much as fairies. And and there's also the possibility to take out all the catastrophes, yeah, which, <laughs> which would just be which would be interesting because only you'd know. You would know, yes, yeah, so you, you would know there's no catastrophes. Knowledge um, is power, exactly. Yeah. Which would be really good if you're facing against a um, troop that doesn't have a lot of arcane, mm-hmm. so therefore it only benefits you. <laughs> Like if you're facing, for example, a human build that's mainly a combatty or may, may, a mainly combatty build that hasn't got a lot of arcane, it's mainly using active abilities or passive abilities. Well, basically now my all my arcane is now pretty much dead on. Yeah, you know, you yeah. You, you, you can then then you definitely can bluff with impunity because you know there's no consequences. <laughs> um, of course, the flip side of that is you then can't use the catastrophes with yeah, the shield. Yeah, yeah. So with that means you can't use back them. There's no way to get her back until she dies. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but at the moment the ability doesn't say you can't you can't put them back. And Gwendolyn says you because Gwendolyn you can then use them. Yeah, so that's big Gwendolyn you can put them to the side and you can then add them to your hand. And there's someone else you can add. Them. Oh, uh, Kavanagh. Oh, Kavanagh can take these yeah, out yeah, and yeah, you can yeah, do something with them. Um, so that's yeah. So if you had those three, if you had those three, it's a lot of arcane deck manipulation. Yeah. Um, yeah, Danica, Gwendolyn, and Kavanagh. But of course, uh, if you're oh, too much and you haven't got as much. Um, are they just? I know Kevin is. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure Gwen, 
Gwendolyn will be Dominion as well because she's and, a fairy and she'll want to be able to go with fairies. Danica and Gavin are both Leshfeld only. Oh, okay. Yeah. So even though he's a gnome, he can't actually play with gnomes. Gnomes. Um, he's Leshfeld only. So yeah, Arcane Winnet, which is not, like I said, with the current setup as we speak, as it were, with the models that are currently out, it's not particularly, but it's only young Jack that can do it. Yeah. And it, and for him, it only impacts the next Arcane ability, whether it's theirs or yours. He's own. just looking at the cards. Isn't it, I think? Looking at the cards and putting one at the top, one at the bottom, and one, one in the middle. The so yeah. he can either guarantee getting something off if, if he knows that, for example, you haven't got an arcane person left with any arcane abilities, he can guarantee that heal off if he gets a blue and puts it at the top. Mm-hmm. Or if he knows that the person you, you've got to activate next needs a red and he can put the red at the bottom or in the middle, yeah. for example, and make it less likely for you to get the red you want or whatever. Same like if if, if um, Shabaroon is activating next. You know he's probably going to have to activate next, and you can if you can get lucky and get a three, yeah, and, and, and stick it at the bottom, bottom yeah. Um, then it, it can be good. That's not so much about that. That that doesn't necessarily affect your bluffing. Oh, but it affects your bluffing if you remove all the catastrophes, because <laughs> <laughs> this, this podcast is supposed to be about when to bluff, not to bluff. It's also just going to be a general conversation about arcane abilities, really, isn't and it? Silverton. And Silverton. And Silverton. It's a pain in the ass. Um, but yeah, and obviously, yeah. I guess another thing to think about is how many cards you've got. If you're the active player, you know, there's times where you're you you can expect the opposition. That's why we haven't talked. If they're only drawing one card, oh uh, yeah. If they've only got one card, you may as well always call a bluff. <laughs> yep. Because, but also because the people who've got trickster probably aren't going to only have one card because hmm. they've got arcane like five. Yeah. Although I don't think um, Fox Club has arcane might only be three. But still, they've got high enough arcane stats where they're, they're probably going to be called drawing more than one card because Freyus is five. Um, but yeah, if your opponent is only drawing one card, like like if Flintlock is firing at a fairy without support from Quap, who can give him plus, plus two arcane, yeah. um, then you'd always call a bluff. If only got one card, you'd always call a bluff because there's no way yeah, they why do we think that was one of the obvious ones to put right at the start? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of that. That's all right. Um, but yeah. Um, but the thing is, that when you start talking about it, you realise how, how much more complicated it is. Than, yeah. Because I think one of the things that I noticed when I've demoed to people is that the starter set, which is basically what we what we demo with pretty much, we don't put uh, Fire Flavius or Grub in and we put Boulder and Goshka in normally. Uh, to the respective troops is mm. there's not actually a huge amount of arcane in that right. in those yeah. builds um, particularly you've got Flintlock firing his gun you've got Franchak firing a pistol and you've got Eric healing and the goblin troop side you've got um, the midget being able to move people Beaky being able to heal and then Doug. It's just his healing that's arcane, isn't it? Speaking? Just his healing that's arcane. Stuff is all, uh... I can't remember. I think Doug's got anything. No, because he's just active. So there's not a lot of arcane in the starter set. Yeah. Um, you have got, obviously, uh, Boulder's Stone Song. Stone Song. And that's another time when you could always call a bluff. Is if. If he's on a four? Oh, so no, if you're playing, if you're the if, you're, if you are Boulder, yeah, and you it's know. on a four, yeah, you, you haven't got the card you want, well, you may as well call a bluff. Yeah. 
Because the catastrophe is just a... The catastrophe is they can change it to whatever they want. It. So he, they he doesn't suffer any effects. Don't suffer any effects. Yeah. So yeah, can they keep it on a board? Do they have to change it? Yeah, well, you can... And I think it says, it says like, you can set the depth value to whatever you want. Oh, right, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's actually, that's no time when you could always you could always yeah. bluff, because there's... Isn't okay. That that comes under the the catastrophe isn't that bad yeah. <laughs> section, but um, yeah, because with the starter set, there's not a huge amount of arcane in it. Mm. Oh, well, you know, so in the demo, I suppose, because actually with Grub, he's got um, he, he's got some arcane. I think uh, he's. Um, I'm, I've only used Grub once. I think I'm trying to. Um, if he does, find him. he's got another. Oh, I said line. He's got no arcane. Oh, you probably made it. Yeah, it's probably like a horrendous noise. Um, yeah, Grub hasn't got any. Oh no, 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 sorry, uh, the light, sorry, the light, I'm trying to just over the, the X. Yeah, Bug Spray. So <laughs> okay. he he has, actually it's quite bad, target X particle damage, yeah. um, which isn't great. Uh, and also not modified by evade or cover, so good against fairies. Mm. So specifically you can just jump up next to them <laughs> and then spray them with a the Bug Spray. Um, but yeah, um, know, yeah. Everything on the list. Come yeah, up. I guess the the only times that I would be really scared about calling a bluff would be against someone like the fire spitter. Because <laughs> mm. it just even even I can't, even even if you go blue three and it's like, oh god I was having six wounds yeah, but get it over with. Say so, oh god I'll just yeah. suffer the six wounds. Unless one the one of the other conditions we mentioned, like for example, he's firing at. A character who's going to die, whether I call it or not, and you can't fight someone else after that. Then I would, I would, I would yeah. call a bluff. But yeah. let's say he's got target on three people, and that green, that blue thing's going to kill somewhere. It's like, oh, and I have obviously, I haven't got the blue thing in my hand. I'm probably going to let you kill them. Yeah, definitely. Generally speaking, with the fire spitter, he's finds it hard to get more than one two, shot off. Two of yeah, damage, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, the catastrophe is obviously hilarious. Oh, that's the, the big explosions. He explodes, yeah. yeah. All models within three inches suffer four magical damage, magical and you can't cast it again. Yeah, it is, yeah. On multiple targets, potentially. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely not one of the ones where the catastrophe isn't that bad. Uh, well, unless he's in the middle of the enemy. Unless you're doing yeah, it on yeah. purpose, yeah, yeah. 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 Or again, the thing with that is, if you're if you know right, well, I I've got to do it because he's not coming. Like if that's that's that end of the game, he's not carrying a moonstone. I'm not going to kill anyone that is carrying one. Hmm. I might be able to kill someone that is carrying one, so I'm going to cast it anyway. So I guess that's yeah. When when we talk about well, is a catastrophe that bad? Especially as it gets towards the end of the game, you've got to remember in a standard scenario what the objective of the game is. So yeah. someone dying or suffering wounds isn't necessarily bad at all. Yeah. If it's not going to harm your uh, Moonstone collection, yeah. then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah, definitely. Especially in turn four, when you know there's not going to be another turn um, as long as you've got more Moonstones. Um, yeah, well, yeah. when it comes yeah. to turn four, sort of ki- killing turn. people is probably it's often the least you worries. Yeah. It's making sure you've got the Moonstone, unless you're yeah. killing someone that's carrying one. So it's often about blocking people from getting Moonstones rather yeah. than... Killing people, worrying about your people dying. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, a quick flick through. Um, if there's anyone else that's worth mentioning, so stand on the. The only one I guess which is this is more like about 
when to cast an arcane ability and not, rather than bluffing or not, is watching out for Fire Flavius. He's just got Hail Mary. Uh, yeah, he's, thing in yeah, he's got a called Divine Intervention. So if he, yeah, if when you yeah. cast an arcane ability against him, yeah. no, someone within four inches of this model, oh, right. and his resist hand has two catastrophes, he can make you have a catastrophe straight away, which is pretty, pretty horrible. Um, I would, yeah, potentially I'd say things like, I'm just looking, I've got Kaufman right here, generous offer, if he, he's casting that ability on you, and you know he's going to steal the moonstone off you, and you know it's going to win them the game, and you've got to call a bluff. Yep. Even if he can steal another one off you, because <laughs> you just can't risk it. Because he's also only Arcane 3, um, and it's only once per turn, so you can't cast it again. Um, which hasn't got any, um... There's all the abilities as well that gain energy and things like Agatha's um, Target X energy is always a little scary one. The other one I just thought of where the catastrophe is either really good or horrible. There's a couple actually, which is uh, Belladonna. Oh god, yeah. Uh, Drop a nightshade. If she, I think it happened in the last game. That I think that I played against you when you used Belladonna. I took out Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had to call it. Yeah, because the catastrophe was going to kill you anyway. Yeah. So Jack moves up against Daniel with Belladonna, cast up a nightshade, and cast as a catastrophe, which means that both of them are slain. And I have to call the bluff because also I know he can't do it again. It's exactly the same thing for his ability at the end is nine, isn't it? Yeah. Because it. it's either the catastrophe is that the the controlling player of Daniel gets to choose suffering four wounds, or is removed from play but not slain. You've got to call. You've got to call it. Um, with the abilities like shooting pistols and things, it's really. It, there's not a time when you could or couldn't call it unless unless yeah, you unless you've got the cards. Um, judge it. You've got to judge case, it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I think that's probably. How long is this video now? This video is not a video. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> 40 minutes so yeah that's fine um, yeah I think that's probably um, enough oh, there's a video on there look at all the bars <laughs> you, you know this is going to go in it <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah I think that, that'll do won't it I think we've probably babbled on quite long enough um, yeah. we've yeah. used one hour the 599 available <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah cool all right. Well, I don't know. What, I never know what the next one's going to be about. Maybe we'll do the next one about melee. Yeah, doing because uh, it's, 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 it's when we first we wrote down loads of things about what we do. We thought it was going to be about when bluff not to bluff. Actually, it's just a bit about arcane, isn't it? Yeah, which is fine. Which is fine. Um, maybe we'll do the next one about melee because that could be quite interesting. About when to when to play a signature move, when not to play a signature mm-hmm. move, how to almost bluff with your signature move as well. Maybe a few types, you know, recurring types of signature move to watch out yeah. for, etc. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot for listening, and I hope you enjoyed that. I'm not going to do the yoldy wrap ups at the end. Um, well, anyway. Um...